0: start and and what a blessing that is and and with anticipation we look forward to it and it's important for us to in our personal lives continually have fresh starts because there's times that you know let's start all over have you ever been to that where you're doing something and wait a minute let's start all over with this and in our lives, we, we need a fresh start. Of course, salvation is the beginning. It is a, a restart, so to speak. It's a complete rebirth. And it makes it a whole new game. But throughout the Bible, God gave many examples of individuals with fresh starts. In Acts chapter 15, Paul and Barnabas were getting ready to take out on another journey. And and Paul said in verse 36 of Acts 15 to Barnabas, Let's go back and visit our brethren where we preach the word and see how they are doing. And in verse 37, Barnabas was determined to take with them John, called Mark. But Paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in Pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work. So it goes on and says, Then the contention became so sharp that they parted from one another. And Barnabas took Mark and sailed to Cyprus. And Paul chose Silas and departed, being commended by the brethren to the grace of God. And he went through Syria and Cilia, strengthening the churches. So, here it was. Doesn't go into much detail. But John Mark had been traveling with Paul and Barnabas. And somewhere along the line, he said, I'm done. I'm going home. And Paul, typical no-nonsense, you know, all right, you you did that once, fool me once, your fault, fool me twice, my fault. And Paul said, no, I'm not taking him. Barnabas says, let's take John Mark. Barnabas, the encourager, the one that comes alongside. And Paul said, no, we sent him home before and the contention was sharp. Between them, the Bible says. And so they departed. Paul did not change his mind. Barnabas did not change his mind. Barnabas took John Mark. But then we turn over to Second Timothy chapter 4. And we find Paul is writing to Timothy. And in Second Timothy chapter 4, He's giving instructions, and he said in verse 11, Only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for the ministry. So, here was John Mark. Paul's attitude toward him was, No, I don't want, I don't want that quitter around, and I don't want to take him on a trip. And Barnabas took him, nurtured him, encouraged him, helped him, and he became very profitable to the point that Paul then wrote to Timothy and said, Timothy, bring Mark with you, because he is very profitable for me. So Mark, through Barnabas and others undoubtedly, had a fresh start. He wasn't just... Throwing on the heap and, and you're a loser, you couldn't gut it out, you got homesick, mama's boy, whatever. No, he had a fresh start and now Paul had a fresh start. He, he didn't say, nope, I'm done with Mark. I'm, I'm through with him. Paul had a change of heart too. He had a fresh start. He said, yes, Mark is profitable. To the ministry, he's profitable to me, and and he had a fresh start. And I think I think as we come into the fall season, it is an excellent time for us to take a look at our lives and to get a fresh start. And I want to list a number of things that will help us to get a fresh start. Number one, take inventory in your personal life. If you if you'd like help in this, I can get you um, direct you to various spiritual um, spiritual self examination things. But you know what? Often we don't take we don't stop and take a look at our life and say, "How am I doing? Where where am I strong, and where am I weak?" We, we seldom look at our own lives and, and take inventory. What is God, what does it look like God's trying to do in my life? What is it God's trying to teach me? Where is an area that, that I've dropped the ball? It used to be pretty strong in my life, but, but I've let it diminish. Where is an area that that I really need to pick it up again. Or maybe a whole new area of development that I haven't even been in that I need to develop. When's the last time you gave yourself a, a spiritual physical, so to speak, a, a spiritual examination, where am I at? You know, throughout the Bible it mentions over and over, examine yourselves and and to look at your own life and, and establish these things. So one, take inventory. Number two, get up again. Every one of us, you know, we say, man, that was bad. That wasn't good. And you can respond in in different ways. But failure is only failure when it is final. Failure can be a, a great, great teacher. But the key is you have to get up again. You can't throw a pity party. Poor me, I can't do anything right. No, you, you can't make excuses. It, it is saying, okay, you know what? I, I fell down here or I haven't been doing very good in this area and, and I am, I'm going to get up and we're going to go at this again. But we get comfortable in mediocrity, we get well I guess i'm I guess I'm just never going to walk in victory in that area. No, a just man falls seven times and rises up again proverbs twenty four sixteen I mean we ought to be getting up, getting up, getting up, getting up over and over again and and The look at look at a baby learning to walk, and that ought to teach us the stamina that's needed to get up, to get up, to get up. But it is it's okay. You look at you take inventory and sometimes taking inventory isn't too pleasing. But you got to be honest with yourself, you got to be real. And then you say, okay. Rather than feel sorry for myself, I need to get up again. And in order to get a fresh start, you must set time alone with God. I mean, you don't get to know God on pop visits. You don't get to know God on the run. I don't care what your schedule is. If you're too busy for God, you're too busy. And something needs to change. And the reality is, we need a fresh start in setting time. And if you don't set the time, it won't happen. That you need to to carve out in your schedule, this is my... Time with God. This is my date with God. And protect that more than you protect anything else because it is the most important thing in life. There is nothing that even comes close to this. And some of you right now are thinking, I need to get a fresh start in that. And it's true and it's it's a reality it 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 doesn't happen overnight that we say well i'm i'm not going to spend time in the word anymore we get busy and it's on the run and then and then it's a, a little bit here and then it's just praying and then pretty soon we're not spending quality time with god alone with god shut off everything else put your phone out of reach that you it can't bother you and and give God time. You can't get a fresh start if if we don't do that. Along with this, it is very, very important that we as believers memorize Scripture. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. When's the last time that you memorized a verse of Scripture? And you might say, and I can understand it, my mind is not like it used to be. I don't care if you have to work six months to get a verse down. That's better than not getting a verse down in six months. It shows that we have a heart for God, that we want to meditate on God's word, that that we delight in his word. In his law I delight and meditate day and night, the blessed man, Psalm one. Now we're gonna we're gonna be helping you. Not this week, you won't have a memory verse in the Ecclesiastes, and you won't be having a memory verse every week in Ecclesiastes. But we're going to encourage us all to memorize certain verses. And Lord willing, we'll try to review them here at church on Sunday night. Listen, this is our lifeblood. And and if you really want to get a good fresh start, you must set time alone with God and, and you must commit yourself to memorizing God's Word. I, I would say in my life, the passages of Scripture that even yet to this day stand out in my life are the ones that, that I have committed to memory. And those of you as parents of young children you had better, they, they are like, um, sponges soaking up the Word of God. Get them memorizing books of the Bible. Don't start with Psalms, okay? But they can memorize books of the Bible. I mean, what do you want to put in them? Put in them something that will, will last. And in our own lives, A fresh start comes when we memorize scripture. Number five, build in your life the discipline to see God in everything and then to stand in awe of Him. I mean, to see, to see God in everything. I, I love Seeing anybody do anything at a high level. I don't care if it's welding or kicking a ball or, or trimming cattle or what or raising flour. I mean, that's, that's gifts that God gives and that people have developed, let alone to look in creation. I mean, how many of you have crickets and spiders in your homes, huh? Where where do they all come from? And, and how do they get in? I mean, and some of the places those crickets are. I mean, it, it's way back there, you know what I'm saying? I mean... This is all miracles of God. It's all God's design. And after I kill them, I stand in awe of them, okay? But the the reality is we get our life, we live our life, and we never, and again, this awe of God, God's been teaching me a lot in this, we seldom stand in awe of God. As you read the word and God speaks to you to to stand in awe and say, God, that you would speak to me I'm I'm just a little peon here. I'm I'm nobody and and you speak to me, I stand in awe of you. That you've given your word, but to learn to see God in his mighty works. They're all over. They're they're everywhere. His mighty works that we need to behold. To get a fresh start, you need to be an active member of the body. You were made for the body. You are a member of the body. You are a member. You are to be plugged in to a local assembly. If you're a little finger, or you're an ear, or whatever, it's never intended. An ear is never intended to exist alone. It's to be put into a body. And there's no way that you can get a fresh start and be what God wants you to be without being, and I say, um, be an active member of the body. It doesn't mean just showing up and... And being at the services. It means actively participating, investing in others' lives and learning from them and sharing and hospitality and so on. It means being active, actively part of the body. We were made for the body. And then number seven, bring the good news to others. All of these things, the ultimate goal is to preach the gospel to every creature. That's ultimately. We're in the body to be strengthened for the work of the ministry so that we can all go preach the gospel to every creature. To look for opportunities. God, how can I represent you we do all of this. The, the Colossians chapter three that we looked at this morning. The whole purpose of, of putting on this godly character is so that we represent the gospel and preach the gospel, proclaim the gospel. When, when I say preach, it's not so much from a pulpit or, but it's, it's sharing the good news. I read a week or so ago, I think it was, Ravi Zacharias, I think, don't quote me on this, but, but said, you know, I know very few people that have been argued to Christ, but I know many people that have been loved to Christ. It's not just winning an argument, that doesn't change the heart. It is investing in lives and... And showing the love of Christ in our lives. And that's, why has God left us here? To proclaim the good news. I mean, if it was, well, we need to become like Christ. The moment I die, I am going to be like Christ. I mean, if if we, he didn't have this purpose for us to proclaim the gospel, when everybody, anybody got saved, they ought to die because they'd be like Christ then. Oh, that guy got saved. How do you know? He just fell over dead, you know. But it doesn't work that way. God's left us here. Yes, there is progressive sanctification. But what's the purpose of that? Not so, wow, look at I'm getting more like Christ. The purpose of it is so that we can show Christ to others. It's proclaim the good news. And if you really want a fresh start, Remind yourself to fear God and not man. What keeps us from proclaiming the good news? Fear of man. What will they think of us? What keeps us from obeying God? The fear of man. Proverbs 29:25 says, "The fear of man brings a snare, but he that trusts in the Lord shall be safe." Galatians chapter 1 Paul said do I seek to please men if I seek to please men I am not the servant of God I mean it's one or the other and it, it boils down to is what God thinks the most important thing in my life or is it what other people think and you know it's easy to say well it most important to me is what God thinks. But it's amazing how many of the decisions in our life are made by what others think. The fear of man is something that we must battle and conquer. And it is only conquered with the fear of God. Now, you look at your life and and you can take this tonight and say, okay, I went to church or you can go home and say, God, I want you to show me what you want me to work on. I, I, I'm taking inventory and I want your spirit to be the doctor that, that examines me and tells me this is bad and you need to change this and this is good and keep that strong and protect that. And to say, okay, God, I want a fresh start doesn't mean that that you've done bad a fresh start means hey we're we're into the next quarter all right here we go let's go this is we're into the second half let's go we're into this new season you may have said you know i i really dropped the ball on second peter our study through that hey we're starting Ecclesiastes, and I, I'm going to get a fresh start here. Or you may say, you know what? I really enjoyed Second Peter, and I am looking forward a fresh start to the book of Ecclesiastes, and and I'm going to jump in with both feet and and take off with it. And and the reality is, God wants you, whatever it is, parenting in your marriage. There's a lot of marriages that could use a fresh start that would step back and say, you know what? I, I've just been taking things for granted. I, I think I've shared before, but I, I hadn't been in the ministry two months and, and a man in the church died. And I can still remember for months His widow saying, as we'd go visit her, saying, oh, I wish I'd treated him better. It wasn't, she didn't have a reputation, oh, she treated her husband so bad. And as I'd hear her say that, I thought, man, that that really spoke to me. And we need fresh starts in how we treat one another. We need fresh starts in, in parent to ch- child and child to parent. We need fresh starts as one another in the body of Christ. We need fresh starts in our prayer life. God will direct you where we need the fresh starts. If you say, God, I just want to be moving for you. I want to get up and grow in you. And I want to be. All that you want me to be. God, I want to finish well. I want a fresh start. Heavenly Father, I pray that your spirit would stir us tonight. And Lord, that every one of us would have a renewed zeal for you. I pray if there are individuals here that have never even started, they've never been born again. Lord, I pray tonight would be the night that they call upon you. And then, Lord, I pray for believers. Help us to have a renewed love for you. Help us to have a fresh start <coughs> in our walk with you, that, that our past would not define us. And, Lord, that we would know the joy of an intimate walk with you, while our heads are bowed and eyes are closed, you're here tonight and you'd say, God has challenged me. There, I, I know I need a fresh start in a certain area. Or you might say, I just know I need a fresh start. I'm not. I'm going to seek God. I want to know the area. But I wish you would remember me in prayer. I want to have a fresh start. Would you just slip up your hands that we could pray for you? Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you for these that you've challenged. And and I pray that they would know the joy of a fresh walk with you. Lord, you know Satan isn't sitting idly by and saying, oh, okay. That he will do all he can to... Disrupt and delay and disturb a fresh start with you. But I pray that we would appropriate your grace, obey your spirit, and know the joy of a fresh relationship with you. So Lord, encourage each heart here. And may may our love for you be contagious, and may we be instruments effectively sharing the gospel. We pray in Jesus' name with thanksgiving. Amen.